And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. I don't know if Nova's making any noise, but here we are, episode 229 of the the show that you forgot you were subscribed to. I believe that is the tagline for the show. Uh, we got a new setup uh, to go along with. I finally figured out how to how to set things up where I don't look too stupid. But I mean, that's uh, that's how that's how life is. I uh, or that's how things work for me. Is I look incredibly stupid doing whatever it is I do, <laughs> including this. But if you're watching the video, new angle, baby, and nothing else is different. <laughs> it's the same show. You can probably still hear the garbage trucks outside slamming things down. That's how it's called. That's how it's called. That's how it's called. Hey, let's get into this. YouTube, oh, the PS5 came, by the way. And uh, it looks great. It's gigantic. <laughs> Sitting inside of the slot of uh, my TV stand where the uh, PS4 is. And it is just sitting there alongside next to the uh, Xbox Series X. And uh, the Switch is all by itself behind the television. And now that that's complete, I, 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 now I must play games. The controller is very, very interesting though. That uh, I watched a video on how the the Dual Dual Sense, excuse me, Dual Sense controller it has a, those adaptive trigger. I think that's what they're called. And what it is on the inside, there's a mechanism like a plastic kind of screw thing that twists, and uh, it'll it'll basically shorten the throw uh, based on whatever you're doing in whatever game and who, whatever uh, the, the developer decides to use it, and. I was playing, I don't have many games that uh, have PS5 upgrades from the PS4. So uh, I have Tony Hawk, No Man's Sky, and I mean and by I mean upgrades, I mean the free upgrades. There's plenty of games with upgrades. Just uh, I'm not paying $10, $20 to play a game I've already played. <laughs> even for it to look even better. On some, it's so stupid. Anyway, so I downloaded Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. And uh, also, it's it's incredibly confusing uh, when you when you get the when you get the PS5 because on the Xbox Series X in the Xbox uh, S Series S, uh, when you download games that were made on Xbox One and they have this next generation version on the Xbox, they just download the the version that works for your Xbox best. So you can download the 360 or the Xbox One version, but if there's a Xbox Series X version, like there is for Borderlands, or Gears, or Halo, or Forza, I'm gonna name something else. I need one more. I will name one more, and that'll be it. You hear me? I can't think of one. <laughs> I can't think of one at all. Uh, oh, uh, uh, the the Mass Effect collection. So if there's, or even uh, this is how I learned in the case of uh, the MLB The Show 21. If there's an Xbox Series S or X version, then they'll it'll download that one in lieu of downloading the Xbox One version. But on PS5, it just downloads both the PS4 and the PS5 version. So now on that 825 gigabytes, you know, 40 is taken up by Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 on both the PS4 and the PS5. And then I couldn't figure out which one to load up. <laughs> and then I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to get my saves to work on the PS5 one. It's it's crazy. But now things 
more or less work. More or less. But still, I, I threw in uh, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, the first one, not the Miles Morales one. And and that was, and, and that would, and I, I knew that the cloud saves were on the console, but it still had trouble recognizing that. And so then I, so then for two days, I just, I said, oh, you know what, I'm just not going to pl- uh, try that one and see how it looks. And then I loaded up yesterday on Sunday, the uh, 23rd. So, so the 20, uh, let's see, the 23rd. So the 21st is when I put in the the disc for the uh, PS4 Spider-Man. Then I loaded up on PS5 uh, again two days later, and then it finally works. The save game works. So anyway, that's the saga of what I've been doing. Uh, there's nothing going on in my life. <laughs> that's why I spend all of the very little money I have on video games and food, to be fair on food. So let's get into this. Speaking of spending money. Oh god, my voice sounds so good. Oh yeah, baby. This angle looks so good. Look at myself in the, the computer monitor here. Uh this next one comes from Nelly Andreva over at Deadline. YouTube to phase out most originals, double down on creator generated content. So the writing was on the wall. Uh there was there had over the past couple of years, YouTube started out as YouTube Red. Not YouTube. YouTube didn't start as YouTube Red. YouTube started getting into the streaming game by creating YouTube Red, which was going to be the platform on YouTube for people for for basically shows and movies and things like that. Uh, the shows and movies, some of them were great and went on to do great things, like Cobra Kai, which was eventually sold to Netflix. Uh, and and uh, I, do you want to see a dead body? Starring Rob Hubel and featuring a cast of just amazing, amazing comedian people, comedic people. And then, um, sadly enough, YouTube just kind of Google what they do is they just stop. The, the company just stops doing things that uh, if it's if it sees something's not going right, <laughs> you know, they'll just go, OK, this is good enough for us. And and then they started focusing mostly on documentary things, uh, musical document, mostly musical documentaries, but documentaries about their talent on YouTube, the people who are there, you know, the, uh, I can't, I don't know any YouTubers anymore because I don't, I, I, I have taken it into my own heart to unfollow or to unsubscribe from a bunch of people. But anyway, uh, so YouTube had already previously been doing the premium business for a long time, but without naming it under YouTube Red. Then they eventually became YouTube Premium and then focused on that. But like, you know, prior to that, they were already paying people to do quote unquote YouTube originals before they actually named it YouTube Originals and YouTube Red and YouTube Premium and all that stuff. Oh yeah, there's a Step Up. There was a Step Up TV show. Man, that's crazy. And if I recall, I mean like Cobra Kai and Step Up for what it's worth were, you know, really well produced and, and, and you know, good. So unfortunately, uh, they have been kind of quiet on that front when it comes to the originals. And now we're just we're getting word that uh, they're basically just stopping this stuff. <laughs> it's it's gonna be it's for the people who are on YouTube essentially to to make the stuff. YouTube's return to its roots as a platform user base uh, as a platform for user generated content is complete. Following the news that YouTube global head of original content Suzanne Daniels has resigned after more than six years, YouTube chief business officer Robert uh, Kinkle uh, just announced the streamers retreat from original programming to focus on creator-driven initiatives such as Creator Shorts Fund, 
Black Voices Fund, and live shopping programming. Jesus. Oh my god, what is going on in this world? Let's see. So there is a tweet from Kinkle. And it, the name is K-Y-N-C-L, so I'm, I assume it's Kinkle. And I have no, I have no, I don't care about even doing it. I don't care about saying it right. Today there are over 2 million creators in the YouTube pro, Partner Program, and our creator community has never been more successful. We've paid more than 30 billion creators, artists, and media companies over the last three years. But if you know, if you notice, uh, a lot of people, by having 2 million creators, that's, that makes it sound like people are making a, a lot of people are making a living off of this when in fact a lot of people are not. Uh, and then you know, besides the creators program, there's also the the advertising you can do uh, in video. There's also you know sponsorships outside of YouTube and all that stuff. Uh, Two million creators. You know, you still have to have I think like ten thousand subscribers uh, and enough people watching that you are able to get the uh, previously mentioned. Uh, ability to add to, add, to advertise uh, commercials before, in the middle, and during your video, which is different from being but advertisers, you know, paying you to do ads inside of the video programming that you create. They said there's a lot of growth opportunities and things like that, uh, but I think the just the bigger the bigger story here is them stepping out stepping outside of the originals platform and just hey going hey we're gonna do <laughs> more. More regular stupid stuff, which is insane. And so now we're going to the biggest story. I did not start a timer, which is uh, my fault. So I have to look at the recording time on OBS over here. Uh, and I, I guarantee you can probably hear the recycling truck outside now. Very loud. YouTube, oh, excuse me, Microsoft has purchased Activision. Now, the story was broken by the Wall Street Journal last week, last Monday, I think. January 18th. It was a rumor. It was like, so Activision has been in a, uh, a bit of a pickle. A bit of a pickle. For the past couple of months, uh, there has been a lot of essentially proven allegations over there saying that leadership and, uh, you know, just generally the atmosphere was just kind of broy and there were a lot of uh, mistreatment of women and people. Like I'm saying, women are different people. <laughs> That's like when Mitch McConnell last week said, uh, uh, he said uh, black Americans were different from, like, he said regular Americans. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, that women and, and other workers were mistreated over there. And uh, it was, and basically no one did anything about it. And, like, a lot of people... Uh, were mistreated, uh, and a lot of people were a part of the mistreatment itself. So Microsoft agreed to buy, within, I think I heard the rumor like Monday that day. But I don't, I don't think anyone saw this coming. And if you did, then you're way more tapped in. I'm, uh, if, you see, if you're watching the video and you see me addressing my headphones multiple times, I just washed my hair, and I don't want <laughs> the headband to press down on my hair <laughs> and to make it flat. That's what I have to deal with. The deal is valued at all cash, $75 billion, making this, uh, which I mentioned a little bit later, uh, one of the biggest media acquisitions in history in gaming. You know, I'll just jump to that story right now. This comes from game. All right, so the first, so the original story 
comes from Wall Street Journal, written by Kara Lombardo, Kristen Grind, and Aaron Tilly. I want to say something about Wall Street Journal. I like Wall Street Journal. I do. I understand that it leans a little bit to the right, and that is my biggest issue with it. Now, upon saying that, the editorial board released uh, uh, a little, a, sh- a short little opinion piece this morning called "Censoring Center Cinema." And I would say this: I do not like this post. I don't like them uh, siding with uh, 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 the the right on a lot of things. And you know what? It pisses me off. And that's why I will continue to <laughs> cancel the Wall Street Journal right before right before uh, it, it starts charging me $35 and getting a cheaper subscription. Because <laughs> as much as I like some of the writers there, I don't like BS like that. Okay. So this, so the second part of the story uh, with the uh, $75 billion deal from Microsoft to Activision, written by Eddie Mokic over at GameSpot. Uh, he quotes $68.7 billion. Uh, I guess that is... Anyway, I'm going to round it up to 75 with the rest of everybody else. So it's the biggest ever in gaming. This is the biggest deal ever in gaming. It's three times, three times bigger what Microsoft paid for LinkedIn in 2016. And now while this is the largest acquisition in gaming, it's not bigger. It only it's only dwarfed in comparison. It's only dwarfed in comparison by uh, Disney's deal with Fox. And it's it's funny. I you know people are reacting to uh, to this deal as if it's you know the end. It's they're creating a monopoly. It's the end of gaming as we know it. Uh, this is the only way Microsoft can beat uh, Sony. What if what if Microsoft buys Nintendo? What if they make Call of Duty uh, 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 only an Xbox exclusive? But when Disney bought Fox, and you know thousands of people lost their jobs, people were like, "Finally, <laughs> yes, great! The X Men can hang out with the Avengers." Nobody said anything. It's crazy. Disney had a forty, and at that point when uh, Disney bought Fox, Disney had a forty percent. Uh, combined with Fox, 20th century. Uh, Disney had a 40% uh, hold on the uh, box office that year. I, so it just, you can't be for one and then not for the other. Other big gaming acquisitions include Take-Two's $12.7 billion buyout of Zanga, which which was announced last week. Oh my God. The, or the week prior to this. And then Tencent bought 8.6 billion. I believe Tencent owns uh or for 8.6 billion for Clash of Clans developer Supercell. I believe Tencent might be the uh TikTok owners. I'm not entirely sure. And I don't I'm not going to look it up. I don't want to. That's not the story we look talk about. Activision Blizzard bought out uh Candy Crush Studio King in 2015 uh with Five at five point nine billion dollarinos. Ooh, I already handled that ahead of time. Mm. <laughs> it's great. I'm good. I'm good at what I do. <laughs> yeah. EA paid out eight hundred and sixty million dollars uh, to acquire Bioware. 
You know, it's. Uh, I also think of. Uh, I, I I think I saw a headline last week that said EA and Blizzard. You know, prior to the Microsoft deal, we're talking about consolidating and becoming a company because EA's had its own issues as well, which would make sense. Uh, they're both. Both companies are just obsessed with making money via uh, the, the little boxes and little deals. Oh, so the deal is. Uh, is worth is valued at sixty eight point seven billion after adjusting for Activision's net cash," said Microsoft. So continuing on, Microsoft had to. So obviously, after this was announced, Microsoft is you know people were like, "This is going to be the end of gaming, all that stuff." And I like I just mentioned, and again, uh, Disney bought Twentieth Century Fox. No one batted an eye. I just quoted the Joker from The Dark Knight. I think I don't know. Give me. Let me go pause the video so we can go watch that movie again. Uh, Microsoft put out a statement, basically quelling fires, saying we're going to honor this. Uh, this comes from news.xbox.com from Xbox Wire, written by Phil Spencer, uh, the CEO who basically turned the ship on you know Xbox when uh, during the Xbox One period when they were focused on TV and entertainment. Although I do miss the HDMI in port on the uh, Xbox Series X. God, the Xbox One, the original with that HDMI in, oh, you can watch cable through it. It was just a waste of energy. But you know what? It's so convenient. Especially like being in college and, uh, and just being able to plug in like a Chromecast or something or like another, you know, another device, what have you, through that port. Obviously, there's a little bit of lag and latency, but who cares? So basically what Phil Spencer was saying is that they're happy to have all of these. There's a, there's a ton of studios that make up Activision Blizzard. That's basically just the Activision used to be a company and Blizzard used to be a company. And then they came together to be one company. Uh, and they're going to, they're going to now they own franchises like Overwatch and Diablo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, and Scar- Starcraft. It's so funny to see Candy Crush next to everything else. And uh, that also includes Spyro, Crash, uh, more Call of Duty games than I care to talk about uh, and all that stuff. So there are going to be more Activision Blizzard games on Game Pass uh, for Xbox, for the regular console and for PC. That's great. They're, Microsoft says they plan to honor existing contracts uh, for Call of Duty. So that means, uh, or for, for games that are on ev- on other consoles, which is just freaking <laughs> Sony and PC and stuff. So uh, Nint- uh, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation and, Ninten- and Nintendo and all that stuff. And uh, I mean, I, I, they would lose money. They would lose more money if they chose to take Call of Duty off of PlayStation, which I don't see happening. Uh, but you know, that's people are, that's what they want to talk about. There is now they have new a leadership team that's made up of a bunch of white people and a couple of Browns, a lot of women though, which is nice to see. And. Activision and Blizzard until the uh, the transaction actually closes and Microsoft Gaming will continue to operate independently. Of course, they have to go through antitrust deals and stuff with Congress and everything. I, I, at which point, I do believe that some of the studios will be sold off. I think so. Or maybe broken up in some sort of way. So let's, uh, let's move on to... This comes from Kristen Grine over at Wall Street Journal. Activision Blizzard pushes out dozens of employees over workplace misconduct. So as I mentioned before, there was misconduct, and that's a good way to put it. There were several allegations, several allegations. Oh, my God. 
of sexual harassment and misconduct. An Activision spokeswoman, Helene Klasky, confirmed that 37 people have exited and 44% have been disciplined. Excuse me, 37 people and 44 people have been disciplined as part of the company's investigation. She disputed the 700 figure because apparently there were 700 reports Okay, of, uh, of all that stuff. This has been, again, again, this harassment thing has been an ongoing issue for the past year. I think that people have, have known about this. And I guess I only started paying attention in the summer because that's when it started getting heated up. Nearly a fifth of Activision's roughly 10,000 employees signed a petition calling for Mr. Kotick to resign. You know what? He showed up. There were uh, So obviously when a company gets bought out, uh, they they talk to the people because a lot of the people that work there because a lot of people don't know what's going on. I've, I've been a part of that conversation and then uh, I've been laid off as a part of that conversation. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is why I don't support scripts. <laughs> this is a very true thing. So, <laughs> uh, he showed up during, uh, he showed up late to a, a meeting to assure, to assure people that everything's fine. And, uh, and then he showed, and then he left early, which is crazy to like, to like, <laughs> to be in the, meet, the middle of a meeting, people are like a company wide meeting talking to, let's say, you know, 1500 employees. And then the guy who's supposed to be in charge of it all to to be like, hey, what's up, guys? Like coming in like party guy, they just like leaves. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And he should lose his job. And I, I think at some point he will. Uh, the problem is they have to give him a, a payout. But those dozens have been ousted, and we're waiting for uh, others to be ousted. And this comes from Euro, Eurogamer, rather, written by Ed Nightingale. Microsoft to review its sexual harassment and gender discrimination policies. And Microsoft has had its own harassment uh, issues, most recently with uh, Bill Gates, who stepped down from the Microsoft board in 2020. It was revealed that he had had sexual uh, activities, proclivities, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) He's had had his own uh, issues with, like, interns and stuff. And uh, and then, uh, you know, he was hanging out with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, doing uh, Jeffrey Epstein stuff. The review is in response to an advisory shareholder resolution during the 2021 annual shareholders meeting and will be carried out by law firm Arendt Fox, as shared in a document from Microsoft. So there we go. And uh, there are also, there's a, I believe, um, God, I should have written this down. There was a, a new union was formed by the Game Workers Alliance. And I will link to The Verge on this one. Actually, you know what? I'll link to Polygon because that has the oldest article. Whatever whatever one I see first is the one I, I give the credit to. I saw one from December. My God. Uh, Raven Software QA workers unionize within Activision Blizzard. This comes from Nicole Carpenter. The uh, QA workers are the ones who work on Call of Duty Warzone. And by QA, I mean quality assurance. Um what what quality what QA workers do is they make sure the game is playable or aspects of the game are playable and run wise. So they'll be doing, God, I was I was a QA person for uh, for a scripts property, <laughs> for a now scripts property. Uh, let's see, they essentially what they do is they just 
play a part of a game or the entire game or whatever. They do the same thing over and over to make sure that there are any bugs, make sure that they can replicate bugs that need to be fixed, things of that sort. So people have been on, those people have been on strike since early December after Activision Blizzard denied new contracts for 12 members of the team. The strike of, quote, several dozen workers, according to Washington Post, rather, has no end date and management has yet to respond workers' demands. So the new, so the new union is called, or, or they're working with the Communication Workers of America. They call themselves the Game Workers Alliance, the QA people, and it's the first group of workers to form a unit under Activision Blizzard. Now, workers are asking the company to voluntarily recognize the union, which has support of the, quote, supermajority of Raven Software QA workers, 78% of the eligible workers. In Activision Blizzard, this comes from an update in the same article, has issued a statement regarding the Game Workers Alliance request for voluntary recognition. Activision is reviewing it, blah, 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 uh, which seeks to organize around three dozen of the company's nearly 10,000 employees. I said 1,500 employees from Activision Blizzard, which is way too low based on how many studios are make up that entire company. Whatever. I'm sorry. And then Activision basically says we raised we raised uh, pay we gave them time off and we're just we're just trying to see if this if this is applicable to us, which I mean game game you know just like just like any uh, medium or type of job everybody needs a union and 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 companies try to scare them away try to scare away people from signing up for things for unionizing and everything and. Uh, you know, it makes sense for them, but for the workers, it just, in the long run, they just, it's better for them to go with unions, especially in video games, especially in blue collar jobs, like working in a factory, because uh, unions can help you out in ways that uh, working for a regular company can't. Although, police unions, we know that those things can be tricky little, tricky little bees. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, uh, police officers can do some pretty uh, bad things and then continue to work anyway so this comes from the Hollywood Reporter George George uh, Zalai <laughs> Activision stock gets analysts upgrade to on win-win Microsoft deal as Electronic Arts next so again this continues with the narrative that can, this is consolidation and are there going to be more studios that have to sell in order to to become uh, a I guess profitable again. I mean, if you didn't know, if you didn't watch uh, the scene of BC stocks, you know, and uh, Activision Blizzard stocks basically just jumped exponentially the day this this was announced, and the same thing happened for Microsoft stocks. But the Activision Blizzard stocks just skyrocketed. Let's see. The consolidation will continue. And now EA is being looked to next. One analyst notes scale matters in dynamic industries such as video games. Who's next? Based on today's events, we would think Sony would at least want to kick the tires on Electronic Arts or Take Two, as the number of independently owned billion dollar franchises with cross platform potential become more scarce. Because video games are important and they're. And They've, and especially over the pandemic, they've really uh, became a way for people to escape, for lack of a better term, or lack of better phrases. 
Have I gotten everything? I think I did. Look at me. I even added a thing. So there we go. That's how that's what's happening over at Microsoft. And we'll see we'll see we'll see where this takes us for I know I know I said that a lot, but this is uh consolidation is in the short term this is a very good deal for Microsoft, but uh when we get to a point where one game that used to be available everywhere is now only available on one thing and in one form and one fashion, then it's, you know, not everybody is uh, eager enough to go out and buy another console or to to support multiple plastic boxes <laughs> that can uh, that can do all uh, virtually the same thing. Essentially, is what it's what it is. I like video games. Video games are great. Uh, but there's only so many studios and so many people making video games versus, you know, for television and film, there's everybody's, there's a lot of people have their hands and stuff. Anyway, Microsoft, goodbye. (laughs) Oh, hey, I like that one. Hey, listen, if you like what you heard here, head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where you can see... Me talk to comedians. Sometimes I've done it a couple of months. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, excuse me. You can, if you want to see a video version of this show, head to youtube.com slash plus comedy. Where? Oh God, <laughs> the camera shut off on me as soon as right as look. I'm about to. I'm about to end, brother. Bye. Uh, where you can see a video version of me, youtube.com slash plus comedy. There's also, um, uh, uh, oh God, what is it called? Yeah, news Time was our premier news show. I take one story, dive into it every week. Uh, let's see. YouTube, uh, tw- excuse me, Twitter, Instagram, at C plus comedy. Me on Twitter and Instagram, at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends about this stupid show and, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. I've enjoyed you. <laughs> Goodbye.